right, all right. Hey, guys, what's happening? Welcome to the show. Sunday. Made it to Sunday. Seven days gone by. How'd it go? Did you get anything cool done? Did you spend a lot of time watching the news? I tried. I tried not to. I, I do watch some news. I do watch. I like to see the lives of other people. I like to make sure that I stay in touch with the struggle of people who are like me. I look at the war in Hamas, with Hamas and Israel and then, of course, Ukraine and Russia. And then, of course, just the general appearance of the world, the issues that we face. we got some mass shooters. And, of course, there's a whole lot of drama related to those issues as well, and rightfully so. I mean, we shouldn't be killing each other. And then I look at, like, us, like you, and I think, God, why aren't we making it easier given what's going on around us? Why can't we seem to just get an idea that's better than one we have and just go after it and just separate ourselves from what we've learned just long enough to get a feeling for what it's like to like do something amazing like live debt free or not be on social media quite so much spend maybe spend some more time than you are right now twice as much time attending to your relationship being a better partner a better husband a better wife right And let's face it, it's, it's not easy. Think about your average day. Tomorrow morning you're going to get up, just sit back, sit back, and just think about all the shit you're going to do tomorrow. And, of course, the big issue, the one I keep pushing and no one can seem to gather, no one can seem to get behind or understand is well, how much energy you expend versus how inspiring it makes your life. And, of course, why can't we make a decision? Why can't we decide, oh, you know what, this job sucks. I don't even like this house or this town. All right, what do you want to do? Well, let's move. Well, yeah, but we got to sell the house. And then we got all this shit. And then, and of course, I don't have a job. I've been, I've been gobbling down um, as much information as I can. And one of the guys I've kind of fallen, uh, fallen into is uh, Jordan Peterson. He's a friggin' smart. He's smart. He's smart. Is everything he says true or right? Nah, I don't know. I think that's the case. Anytime you stand up in front of a crowd and you go, hey, I think this and this and this, you're bound to miss the mark on something. So I'll be the first to admit that. I've missed the mark so many times, I don't even know. And, of course, that's indicative of my audience, right? Well, let's talk about it. Let's talk about you and how your life is doing. How, uh, how, much e- how easy is it for you to get up every day? And, of course, most of us, when I ask, are you happy, you'll say, yeah. Do you like your life? You'll say, yeah. But if I were to make a comparison and step you back from that and ask you to take a look at all the possible lives you could be living right now, is the life you're living the one you would choose again if you had the chance? And that's removed from the kids and from all those elements that people want to stand behind as the reason they won't change their life. Because let's face it. Kids are more pliable than we are. So if you were to happen to say, hey, listen, you know what? I think this friggin' house is too big and it's keeping us from living our life. Why don't we get a house that fits and we can use the extra money and time to go do shit we love to do? And of course, what's the response? What's the response I get when I say something like that? Oh, no, you can't, you know, yeah, I would, but, you know, I got, and that's crazy. Why is it crazy for you to say, uh, you know, my life would be easier if I didn't mow a lawn every week? 
And then so you say, well, listen, honey, let's set a goal. We'll talk about it. We'll become team players in this game called life. We'll get really good at life, and we will actually save enough money to get rid of the grass, and we can, um, and then we'll just keep saving that money once the grass is replaced with rock, and then we will save that money to buy us maybe a jet ski or a small boat, and and then once we get the boat, we'll save that money again, and we'll add some money to it, maybe trim up the, the Starbucks coffee thing, and instead of going to Starbucks, we have the luxury of drinking yummy coffee from our own pot and then every weekend we get to go play on the jet ski because we don't buy coffee at eight bucks a cup anymore no way what what's the problem with that whole story it's not easy and the reason it's not easy because it isn't because it's difficult it's because that's how ill-prepared we are in our ability to execute to actually go all right this is what i'm going to do now and actually stay focused on it long enough to do it. If there's anything, if there is anything the world doesn't want us to do, it's to figure out that we, if we spend time thinking about the shit we're doing, we're going to find out most of the crap we're doing isn't making our lives any better. How many people do you know are just walking around on, a, on, on clouds? Cloud nine. How many people do you know or can actually sit here and say, hey, listen, I've got the time to do a lame-ass podcast that no one listens to, and I've got the time to work on a novel maybe no one will read, and i got the time to wake up when I want and go to the gym two hours a day and learn all kinds of shit and get some crazy-ass idea in my own mind that I'm going to actually inspire someone to say, yeah, I think he's right. It sucks to wake up and work your ass off. Make it easy on yourself. Stop working so hard. And if you're going to work hard, I mean, there's nothing wrong with hard work. But do it for the right reason, for God's sake. You know what you're, what are you doing, what are you doing it for right now? Why do you have to get up tomorrow morning and go to work? There's a question for you. Think about it. The reason you're getting up is because you decided that this house and the debt that came with it was, was going to, the answer to all your problems. It was going to give you everything you ever wanted. And it did. Because you want to be just like everybody else. You're like, well, you know, I'm working my ass off now. How's your job? Well, that sucks. My boss sucks. They're cutting back. They're trying to get rid of our retirement, our, our retirement plan. Yeah, that sucks. Insurance is through the roof. Yeah. What do you suppose it is that stops us from, from looking at things that way and then going, well, all right, let's change something? What do you suppose it is? I think it's because we can't. I think it's because you can't. You just, it's just, it's impossible. You're crazy. You're crazy, Chris. You can't wake up every day and be inspired by what you do. I beg your pardon. I beg your pardon. You can. You just have to choose to do it. I mean, I mean, think about it right now. What did you wake up to this Saturday? A bunch of work, probably. Had some shit you had to do. Nothing really, nothing off the charts by no means. Nothing like hanging out at the lake fishing. And if you did get to go fishing, damn, good for you. I want to start talking about it, telling your friends, hey, listen, I don't know why you're mowing a friggin' lawn. Fishing's so much more fun. Oh, well, because that's what I was taught to do. Make it easy. You know how easy your life would be if you didn't have all that debt? Trade off that big-ass truck. Just get you something that runs. It satisfies your needs. What does a vehicle do? What does every vehicle do? It does exactly what they're designed to do. It transports you from point A to point B. And unless you're in Hot Rod Magazine and cars are your, are your juju... You don't really need to spend a shitload of money on a vehicle. Just enough to accomplish your goal. And if cars aren't your goal, aren't your juju, what is your goal? 
You ever notice that when you're chasing your goal, when you're all into the thing you're doing, it's not really that much work? Hmm. Now there's a the thought. Wake up every day, and even though you got some shit you have to do, you pause for a second and you think about some shit you love to do. And all day long, you think about that shit you have to do, love to do, while you're doing all that shit you have to do. And then one day, you know what's going to happen? You're going to come up with an idea. You're going to be like, wait a minute. I can do that shit I love to do and still do the shit I have to do. It's really, it's really that easy. How do you do it? How do you make that happen? How do you, how do you transition that idea how do you actually stay with an idea long enough to actually see it through? It's the conversation you're having with yourself. It's the conversation you're having with the people around you. And that's where this, that's to our detriment. That's where this, that's where this, this internet thing is kind of fallen down because um, the communication that is exchanged between you, the conversation that we have versus, versus texting, I, I haven't found the value in it. When you stand around and you talk to people and you engage and you become excited about what you're doing, there's a sense of obligation to that. Sandy, it, I freaked the world out because when I decided we were going to hit the road, I told everybody. I didn't even waste anybody. Everybody heard it twice, three times. People I used to work with in education, they just, I know I get that shut up look on, my, on their face. They'd be looking at them. I'd be over there telling them, I'm going to Bangor, Maine. I'm going to Bangor, Maine. And then we did. We went to Bar Harbor. Spent a month there ate fresh lobster, did all kinds of stuff. It was easy. Well, was it easy? Yeah, no, we worked our ass off. That's not to say I didn't have to work. You own an RV, you pull it around the country with as many miles as we put on it. You got to take care of that bad boy. But the, the point is, it was for something we were so excited about. I didn't mind. I didn't mind cleaning that rig, taking care of the suspension, the slides, working on it, fixing it. Hell, why not? I'm going to do something. Just like you, you're doing something right now. You're going to do something tomorrow and the rest of the week. The question is, why are you doing it? How can you make it better? How can you make it easier? The bottom line is, is this. The world doesn't want you to think about you. And I'm going to tell you something in Revelation, I keep saying this because it just is impressed upon me that in Revelation, Revelation 12, uh, God talks about the um, about him exiling the devil to the earth. And we personally don't know when that happens, okay? I, I, unless you can tell me you got the calendar of the earth and when it's supposed to happen. I have no idea when that's supposed to happen. But let's just surmise for a second that that is, that's where we are. How much is it to survive? How much easier will it be for you to survive the evil that comes than when you're standing in a group of people who are watching for the same evil, who are not only watching for it, but watching over you? These ideas, the church, the, the community, I, the community, the church is the building which we, we congregate in, but it isolates us from the world. It isolates us from the very people who need us. I don't have any idea what to do about immigration. I don't. But that doesn't mean I can't feel empathy for the lives of the people who are involved on both sides. My, my personal opinion, and it's just my personal opinion, I think, 
I think what, what they've done is they've built this themselves. And the idea has been that we shouldn't take care of our own business. That's why we have law enforcement, we have courts, and we have teachers, kids on the playground. They shouldn't handle their own business. Well, the problem is that's what we do now. I mean, because that's how we've been trained. We On the border, we sit around and we say, okay, um, uh, we, we they're breaking down our fences and they're still in our shit. And, and we need you to help us and you're not going to help us. You're not helping us. There comes a point when we have to say, okay, that since you won't help us, you give us the authority to help ourselves. You say, I'm going to train you, and I'm going to give you the assets, and, and then you can organize as you will, but we're going, to, we're going to close this line down. We're going to go ahead and shut the holes up. And we'll talk about what we think works, and we'll form these alliances with our friends, with our neighbors, and guess what's going to happen? We're going to figure it out. You know what's funny about that? That's an example of what happens when you make friends with the people around you, when you start working together and saying, listen, we got to stop this. What do you think? And I heard this dude. And then you go to those state representatives and those federal representatives and you say, listen, you're not doing it. I want authority to do it. And of course, then you fall under the auspice of the federal government and you say, okay, this is my border. And I work the border. That is my job. You're, no one will take care of your house better than you. And again, what are we doing? Oh, we say, hey, you know, let's elect this guy, and he's going to take care of our business. Want to make it easy on yourself? Start handling your own business. No one's coming. No one cares if you can't afford electricity. I mean, they do. The people directly in your realm of, of influence, they definitely do care about you. But all of these idols, oh, did I say idols? Idols? All of these things that capture our attention and our alliance, our allegiance, They're not where it's going to happen. They're not coming. Make it easy on yourself. Stop believing the lie. Start taking care of yourself. If you're not making enough money, you got to ask your, ask your question. You either stop spending money or you learn to make more. And if you can do the both, you increase your the benefit twice as fast. Of course, that's that's radical, right? Oh, no, no, no. It's not. Sunday. Sunday should be a day of learning. You should learn. I would recommend if you're going to spend your time on Sunday, spend your time helping someone. Spend your time uh, thinking about learning something about kindness, about appreciation, about personal growth. Do anything for yourself where you're actually reflecting on you. Why is that important? Well, because the way I see it, that's the problem. Right? I mean, you see what I'm talking about, right? Here's a question for you. How much time, how much time do you spend learning stuff beyond what you know? I mean, you're actually digging. You're like, you spend like a committed amount of time acquiring some skill that you don't have, that you want to have, that you value. If you're not doing that, where are you going? Where's that energy going? And, that, and chances are that energy is just swirling around in the mess that you've accepted. And what's crazy about that, I mean, you want to talk about easy Climbing a mountain when you're 25 is a hell of a lot easier than climbing it when you're 65. I just, I can tell you that right off the bat. Anyone know what's crazy about that? Even though we know it makes it, that it's that, it makes it easier to be younger when you do shit, we're waiting until we're 65 years old to retire. You don't see a problem with that? What do most 65-year-olds look like? They're certainly not me. I don't know any 65-year-olds 
that are rocking a podcast. I don't know any 65-year-olds writing authors, uh, writing a book. I don't know any 65-year-olds who would go into the gym doing jujitsu, right? The, the, the plan, the plan is flawed. It's always been flawed. But as long as we continue to alienate ourselves, as long as we continue to view ourselves separately, we're feeling like something is at risk because we engage the world around us and we take charge of our lives, right? Um, there is nothing about our life that's going to get better because action is where change begins. Action is where change begins. And if you're not equipped to deal with the world as it is, because that's the bottom line, right? Think about it. You want to make it easy on yourself, just realize that the world you're living in is the same world your successful neighbor is living in. And if there's an issue you can't seem to satisfy your needs or you seem to always be struggling, it isn't because the world is doing something different to you than it is to them. It's because you're not very good at the game. Let's face it, when you're, when, you're, when you're new at anything, you suck. It sucks. It's not easy. And for some of us, we just can't seem to kick it in gear and realize that drinking a handle of vodka every day or hanging out where fentanyl is sold or sitting in your basement at 35 years old playing video games or in your bedroom living with your mom because she's over there so in love with you she don't want to let you go. I mean, if there was ever an injustice, right? Sunday, God's day. Maybe you should spend some time thinking about you. How about that? Just settle in. Just close your eyes. Put some music on. Ask yourself questions about how it feels. Imagine what tomorrow is going to feel like. Think about why you do it. And if it's if you're getting the return on your investment, you're over there busting your ass. Are you getting the return on that investment of those eight or ten hours the traffic all the bullshit if your life is in order if your shelves are stacked up and your cars are clean and everything about your life is exactly like it should be it looks good they would do a life review of you you're you're a kind person you're well developed you're educated you're learning you're trying to grow you you've got your your shit in gear it's in order that happens when the things you do are connected to the things you love to do. A guy who loves riding mountain bikes doesn't have any problem servicing and cleaning his bike. and doesn't have any problem keeping his car running so he can get to those mountain trails. And, and a guy who loves fishing, he doesn't have any problem taking care of his boat. Where we get into problems and where things get difficult, when it gets difficult, is when we choose things that don't have a damn thing to do with who we are. And what's funny about that is we, it's, we're, just, we're afraid. We're afraid to just go ahead and say, no, I don't, I don't think so. I mean, if you were to compare me in the animal planet, I'm that, I'm that one wildebeest that's sitting up on the hill watching all the crocodiles eat, his, eat my friends, and I'm going, well, shit, that don't look like that's working too good. I'm going to go over here and do this. What do you think? Maybe? Maybe, maybe you just sit down with him, sit down with her, say, hey, listen, I, I was listening to this guy, I was thinking, why, what would happen if we just decided to have more fun, spend more time together? What happened if we give up all this shit? You know, because you realize something, I, don't, I learned this from 
um, a book I'm listening to by, I don't even remember, he's a German. He was, it, it chronicles the concentration camps and the confinement of Russian citizens uh, during the Stalin era. And, and it just goes into witness testimony. It's just crazy, right? But what he says is, he says, you know, the, the freest man in the gulag, that is in, in a concentration camp or in a work camp, wherever they may be, is the, the greatest freedom is that they don't have anything. They, they own nothing. They have what's on their back and barely that, right? And, and because of that, they spend all of their time when they're out working thinking about life and about what things are and where they are and what, they, what they're doing. And, and, and it's a, an enlightening experience and it's a liberating experience. Of course, not being in a concentration camp or a, a work camp, but the ability just to say, oh, right? I seen a thing on YouTube, just an example here. You want to make talk about making it easy. I seen a thing on YouTube talking about a, uh, a, an area in California called Slab City. And it's just a community of people who have just said, you know what, screw that. I don't need all that shit. Now, of course, and let me just back this up by saying, this is not to, s- to suggest that, that this is any way some casual event. They're living in the middle of the desert. 165 of, of these people stay in the desert year-round in California. And they don't have any running water, don't have any running, don't have any electricity. It's just a uh, unincorporated or an incorporated area called Slab City, and they live there. and And it's kind of a rustic area. There's broken down RVs, and if if they find out you're a child molester or or, or you, you're they'll they'll burn you out, right? But I mean, a couple flaws, right? But and you wonder why are these people doing this? Can you imagine what your life would be like if, as if you had every everything, if you pay owned everything you have, and you had the ability to move anywhere you wanted to, and you have an income. You have enough money to support yourself, support your a, a, a moderate existence. What else do you need? What else do we need? We don't need the. I mean, I got. I I used to be that guy. I'd get. I'd spend a two hours, three hours, four hours cleaning my truck, and then I'd clean it in inside and out, and it was perfect. And then I'd get in my truck and I'd start it up, and it had those pipes, and a boom, and and it had a three fifty in it, a four four barrel, and it had headers, and it was it was a beast truck, right? And I'd jump in my truck, I'd go down Main Street, and I'd throw my arm out the window, and the whole time I got my arm out the window, I'm thinking about how everyone in town is looking at me, going, damn. Was that the truth? I mean, come on. Come on. Aside from maybe Saturday night when kids, you're surrounded by people who are your exact age. And even then, it doesn't matter for shit because it doesn't make you, it doesn't add any time to your life. It doesn't add any value to your life. And it doesn't do anything to elevate any aspect of your life. But we do it. Now, here's where we get into trouble is when we try to do that with everything we have, when the whole idea is based on a feeling, not practical growth, practical uh, gain, right? Because there is none, is when we get in trouble. So you add that fancy truck to the fancy house and to the fancy clothes. And every time you walk in that house, you know, when you invite people over and they look at your stuff, they're going, oh, yeah, look at that stuff. Oh, yeah. And then they go home and and then what do you do? You work for it. You work for it. No energy, no excitement. You get up and you're like, ah, ah. 
You're not fishing. You're not. You're not spending time in the in the shower, hanging out, kissing each other, being you. Busy doing all kinds of crap you decided to do. And it ain't easy. Because it ain't connected to who you are. I think that's the reason God designated a day of rest. And I'm going to get into debate about which day it is. It doesn't matter to me. I spent a lot of time reflecting on myself and my relationship to the universe, to God, to the powers at hand, right? I, uh, I don't have any problem with that. But I think the reason it was set that way was because we need to spend time thinking about us so we can figure out if the shit we're believing is actually the truth. If, if the decisions we're about to make or the decisions we're making are actually improving our lives in the direction, taking our lives in the direction we want them to go. And chances are you're not doing it. You're not. Think about how much time you waste looking at that damn phone at shit that ain't doing nothing for you. Yes, I said it. How much time are you spending just sitting around the world at your fingertips? You realize that's a supercomputer you have in your hand? It's bigger than the computer that sent the first spaceship to the moon. More powerful, a thousand times more powerful than the size of a phone. You can fit it in your pocket. And what are we doing with it? Oh, we're entertained. We're like a teenage, or we're like an adult version of a toddler. We turn it on and we just disappear for two, three hours, and then we wake back up, we disconnect, and we go to bed and wake up at five o'clock, bust our ass, and of course the cycle repeats itself. And everybody's going, man, I can't understand why shit's getting so fucked up. What? You can't understand why stuff's getting so messed up. Well,. I mean, you're certainly not working towards anything. Tell me what you're working toward. I'll hold some accountability here. I'll ask you the question. What are you working toward? What are you getting done? What accomplish? Because aside from the, the standard plan, which becomes our excuse, right? See, I, I was standing in that federal prison that I worked in for 23 and a half years, and I'm standing there on that sidewalk, and I'm, I'm watching these inmates, and they're walking to the chow hall. And I, I can't understand it. I'm watching these guys, and they're just yucking it up, and they're having a good time. And and there I am. I'm over there. I got a friggin' scowl on my face. It's touching the touching the ground. I mean, the corners of my mouth could not be turned out anymore. They'd be a circle, right? They were just as deep as they could get. And I'm watching these guys. I'm trying to figure out why the hell are they so happy? They got nothing. They got nothing to lose. I mean, they 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 got nothing left. They don't have freedom. They don't have access to the people they love. And over there acting like that. And here I am all pissed off and angry. And I had the world. I had a nice job, paid a lot of money, had great stuff. And here I am, like everyone else I worked with, or almost everyone else I worked with, they were all just kind of like, at best, average. And at worst, they were just like me, pissed off and angry. Life's unfair. I started talking to inmates. You know what I found out? I found out that... Uh, that inmates, when inmates, regardless of how much time they have or whether they're doing life, when they accept where they are, it gets easy. Because then they can focus on other things. They can focus on, no longer focus on wanting out. They can start focusing on what they have. Start focusing on where they are and just accept it and accept there is nothing going to change. And of course, that eases the burden. Even if you're, even if you're not suffering, even if you don't wake up every day like I described and you just going through your day, maybe you've got a mediocre relationship or a marginally good relationship or even a great relationship with your partner and things are going well. My, 
my question to you is okay all right you're doing it you're you got it you got it got it on an even till you got some skills why are you stopping why would you stop why would you stop getting better at it why would you stop learning more helping other people get better at it understand more than you know right now why the hell not and thus that's where the energy comes from that's where you get that boost in your tank. And it all starts with an idea. It all starts with thinking about not what is, but what could be. Not looking at what is, but what could be. Dreaming about, not dreaming about what is, but what can be. And before you know it, you're going to be there. And the reason you're going to get there isn't because of any magical thing. It's because that's where you want to be. And when you want to be somewhere, you want to accomplish something, you want to do something, it's all connected to you. Guess what happens? It gets real, real easy. I know I'm crazy. I know it. Or maybe I'm not. You know, Orville, uh, the, the Wright brothers were crazy. Yeah, the Wright brothers. There's, there were a lot of people who were deemed crazy in their time. Can you imagine? I go back to that story because it's funny as hell. And I, and I can identify, right? No one wants to listen to this. Why don't you want to listen to it? Well, you talk a lot. I, of course I do. And you say a lot. Of course I do. But if you really stop and listen, most everything I'm saying is true, right? It's easy to do what you love to do. It's easy to be fine things to be inspired about. And it all starts with appreciation. Are you ready for it? This is your opportunity. I'm just one guy. Hey, listen. I appreciate you showing up. I will continue to do my part. I hope you'll do yours. Wake up excited about something. You got nothing to lose. Until next time, don't forget to like, share, talk about it. If you don't agree with me, I'd love to hear from you. We could have a conversation on the live show about that one. I guarantee it. Until next time, my name is Chris Hopkins, and this is your best life defined. Have a wonderful day.